Okay, I cut the uh, song early, guys, because I don't know. It's showing me on the screen here. Watch, you guys. Hold on. Hey, everyone, what's going on? Actually, I'm going to go over to Rumble and see if it's doing it over there, too. You guys saw me drinking my coffee and everything. Hold on. Hold on. Look, fixing my hair. What's going on over here? Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was weird. So that's actually the second time that's happened to me where uh, the, I don't know what's going on. There's a disconnect. Hey, get, let me uh, check something out real quick. Hold on. We're live, guys. Hey, what's up? It is Friday. Okay, it is Friday. Okay, I there we go. So, okay, hold on. I'm going to test this out. Hold on. Let me play commercial because uh, my, my streaming services have been acting up really bad lately. Hold on. Let's do this commercial. Let's see if it works. Check out the political truth apparel line. Covefe. Rhino hunting season. Secretary of Sn Okay, so uh, I don't know what was up with that intro. We were supposed to start like this. Okay, guys, that's a little bit better. That's a little bit more the way it's supposed to go. I think that's the second time that has happened to me. It's just one of those weird things. Anyways, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Merry Christmas, first of all, right? And welcome to your Friday edition of Lone Star State News. Now, let me tell you what, guys. Today has been like one of those weird days, right? And it's going to get even weirder. Uh, today, we're going to do an amalgamated episode. We're going to do half an episode of Lone Star State News, which is actually a full episode of Lone Star State News until the new year. And we're going to do a half of episode of the Sea Report. 
So this is actually going to be kind of fun uh, because at least uh, audience members of Lone Star State News will get to see the C report, and uh, you know, uh, fans and audience members of the C report will get to see Lone Star State News. And we're doing this today because today was just one of those days. So let me tell you, I normally do my grocery shopping on the weekend, right? That's when I go to the green grocer to go buy to go food shopping, ladies and gentlemen, as they say in the Northeast. Well, I mean, Christmas is this weekend. So I went today and let me tell you what, it was just one of those days where it's like, you need to stay on the street for some reason, Mr. C. And there was, I mean, we had like, can I, can we make a good argument for cash money, please? Because I had to wait almost 30 minutes when all of their debit and credit machines went down. Okay. And uh, the only recourse was to go to the ATM and spend more. It's like, you know, they're going to take, I was like, I think that this grocery store is colluding with the big bankers to get money out of us. Right. Or maybe that's why they had, I was like, did you guys get a DDoS attack or what? And the, and the operation manager was like, I, I don't know. We really don't know. I was like, that's funny because when I was in your position, I could answer that question. You know what I mean? So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's basically that. So uh, a long day, you know, uh, uh, I mean, it was a good trip. Don't get me wrong. It was nice and chilly outside we were like what i mean a texas winter a texas freeze is obviously it's not going to be like it is around the rest of the nation we had a bright blue sunny day but we never got above freezing and it was a great day for a walk i think you know that's the first time i got to the grocery store without sweat stains in my pits you know <laughs> without need to carry my handkerchief around right anyways so that was fun uh, and I like, I gotta say, I, you know, I should have started just preaching everybody. We don't need digital currency because look at what happens, right? You know, they were only taking cash money, honey. And I was like, yeah. So anyways, that happens. And then here's the, here was the other kicker for today. Uh, last night when we got down to 18 in Texas, my heater's not working. Okay. So when I got back in from the green grocers, it was like, uh, we need to get the maintenance man over here. And he just left about 20 minutes ago. So it's starting to warm up in the C studios. It's going to be colder tonight here in San Antonio. We are broadcasting live out of San Antonio, Texas. I hope all of the rest of you great people out there have warm heaters, a lot of blankets and someone to snuggle up with this weekend. Okay. I mean, I know it's not, I know it's not Valentine's, but come on. Cold weather's perfect for the cuddling, right? So uh, anyways, well, that's what we got going on today, guys. So I do apologize again for not being on at 3 p.m. like I normally am with uh, Lone Star State News. And I apologize I will not be on at 7.30 p.m. like I normally am with the Sea Report. But today, we're going to quash them all together because we were not able to have lunch, dinner, or breakfast. <laughs> We're going to have a late dinner and I'm going to hang out with you guys on this Friday evening before Christmas. And uh, well, who knows what else is going to happen this weekend? I can tell you for a fact, though, if you are a member of the Mr. C subs uh, Pilled subscriber streams, uh, we'll be doing a uh, Christmas watch party, a Christmas movie watch party. OK, not not we're not going to do politics and we're not going to do a documentary on the origins of Christmas. OK. <laughs> We're going to have a good old Christmas vacation watch party. And I think it's going to be fun. And you know, the funny thing about it is, okay, I got to say, what is the name of that actor? Uh, I know his name. It's at the top of my head. I just friended him on Twitter. Okay. Uh, Russell, 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 shitters full, that guy. Okay. <laughs> 
Anyways, you got, oh, Quaid, Randy Quaid, Russell Quaid. That's a different Quaid, right? Randy Quaid. So Randy Quaid, who I'm a fan of Randy Quaid. I've been a fan of Randy Quaid since Shitter was full, right? Okay. <laughs> and I was a kid and I was like, I like that guy. And what was the other one? What was the other one that I, I've been saying it? I've been saying it for 10 damn years. Ain't I been saying it, right? And then he's like, up your. Oh, sorry, guys. I didn't mean to flip you all the birdie. Uh, whenever he's going to blow up the aliens and independence that, you know, the funny thing is when I friended Randy Quaid on Twitter, because like, you know, I mean, I don't know what's going on with Twitter. I don't know who the replacement CEO is. I don't know. Okay. All I know is I cannot confront the people on other platforms like I can on Twitter. And so I friended Randy, Randy Quaid and uh, Randy Quaid was making a comment. I think it was about the economy or something like that. And I, I, I responded to him and I was like, I was like, that's right, Mr. Quaid, shitter's full. It's time to clean out the swamp in Washington, D.C. And <laughs> the next thing I know, he posts a comment that says, and it wasn't, it wasn't a reply. It was just like a brand new tweet. And his brand new tweet was this. Do you think that Christmas vacation typecasted me into other roles throughout the rest of my career? And I'm like, dude. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Like, I mean, come on from, from ID four to Christmas vacation to whatever movies Randy Quaid came out in, including what Vegas vacation, right? He was always the big bulging man. <laughs> Anyways, guys, God bless Randy Quaid. Okay. All right. So, uh, okay. So let's get straight into it, guys. I know I've gone 10 minutes on what's going on over there at, at uh, pill.net. Merry Christmas, y'all. AZ Red 63 in the house. Sean Joe in the house. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Uh, Sean Joe says it's cold here, 12 degrees with a negative 12 wind chill factor. Oh, man. You got rain and you got sleet. Let me tell you what, Sean Joe. In, in Texas, particularly below, uh, below 1604. Okay. <laughs> No, 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 no. Actually, this goes for anyone, uh, anyone from Central Texas on down. I know, I lived it. When it goes below zero, no one knows how to drive. If it's wet, stay off the roads. You're probably going to get into a fender bender or worse in the state of Texas, okay? Talk about once you get into Central Texas and I-35 starts getting the hills. Yeah, I remember one year I slid down a hill at I-35 between... Uh, between Buda and San Marcos. And I was like, ah, they're like, you should not have taken the road. Anyway, it was okay. Everything was okay in the end. I was just, it was a little slide. You know, we're not used to that here. You know, Texans think that they can uh, beat ice on the road, right? Okay. <laughs> well, Sean Joe, be safe wherever you are. Uh, clearly you're north of me to be getting that cold up there, buddy. But uh, stay warm, stay warm. Uh, and uh, let's see. And thank you for gifting the cookie, my friend. Uh, Thong Chesa. Welcome. I see you and Sean Joe are working in tandem here. Okay. <laughs> are you chasing? Are you chasing after that sticker? Thank you for the cookie thong chaser. Good to see you. AZ Red says it's 60 in Arizona. Well, good, good for you, sir. Okay. That's armpit weather here in Texas, except it's it's a it's a little bit more dry in Arizona, which is actually my preference. Uh I can't stand the humidity. Uh, but it is what it is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good show. Let's get this show on the road. So, um, you know, we've got 
you know, we'll actually be right about on time for what we do here at uh, Lone Star State News. You know, Lone Star State News is my way of attempting to clean the backyard, you know, because the sea reports, you know, it's America first, it's election integrity, which encompasses a lot of national headlines, a lot of national state headlines, not like state, not a lot of national federal headlines. So, you know, uh, if we got stuff going on in Georgia, if we got stuff going on in Arizona, if we got stuff going on in Michigan, Pennsylvania, we'll talk about it on the Sea Report. Lone Star State News is a show of a different breed. You know, we talk about uh, Texas news, Texas current events, and I welcome anyone who is a Texan past or present or current, you know, to come on in. Because, you know, when we're talking about the different ways that we can enact change or even force it, there's no better way to do it than getting some inspiration from your sister states, right? You know, because think about like what we've been dealing with the election theft, okay? And I really think and I believe deep in my heart of hearts and my soul of souls that that's just the language we need to use. Our elections were stolen. Our elections were rigged. Our elections are fraudulent. Our elections are stolen, okay? They're not, they're, we have fake elections in the United States of America. Our elections are as fake as the fake news media, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know, it's been trial and error for us because, you know, since about, I don't know, maybe 2015, 2016, uh, a lot of us started to get the message about self-governance and about what that means. And it's not just like, you know, self-responsibility, self-accountability, being able to take care of oneself, right? You know, being an adult and stuff like that. No, it's 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 actually, there's actually a, another level deeper to that, ladies and gentlemen. And, and that is, uh, that is being able to, uh, to see, understand, and act on the uh, the um, an act on the behaviors and the practices and and the actions of those whom we elect to office. And so as long as we're living under the mirage of elections being free and fair in America, we might as well still try and hold them accountable, right? I mean, we know that everyone in office right now does not rightfully have that seat because we know that back in 2020, and this counts for Texas too, not just the nation, but you know, especially Texas. And I'll tell you why in a minute. 2020, that the elections were stolen. Okay, and we know for a fact that back in 2020, that the the um, the the electronic voting machines were not certified because the voting system testing laboratories that are supposed to certify those under the HAVA Act and under uh, the guidelines or the rules of the Elections Assistance Commission, the very voting system testing laboratories that are mandated to certify those machines before we use them across this nation, whether they're Dominion, whether they're ESNS, whether they are Heart InterCivic or any other type of voting machine that we use in this day and age, the very voting system testing laboratories that were supposed to certify them by law, by state law and by federal law, were not accredited to do so. Which means if they're not accredited, how can you certify machines and then pass that down to this? Well, let me tell you how they did it in Texas, okay? Now, uh, the uh, Secretary of Snakes, number four under Abbott, her name was Ruth 
Hughes. Okay. Now, Ruth Hughes was a secretary of snake who was in charge of elections in the 2020 uh, stealing theft season. Right. And uh, so Ruth Hughes saw this. Okay. And we, and there is a, there is a lawsuit that we went through back about Lone Star State News episode 40 through 50. It took us 10 episodes because we're only, I only run for an hour or so. Some of those episodes I ran for two hours, but it took us 10 episodes to get through that entire lawsuit. And we read the entire thing. Okay. And in that lawsuit, it explained exactly what happened with Ruth Hughes, the number four secretary of state under Abbott and the election. So Ruth Hughes figures out, okay, that something's going on with these certifications, all right? And so what Ruth does is she uh, contacts the EAC, you know, and they gave them the green light. So Ruth Hughes was like, well, if the EAC does it and they're a federal body, I guess we can do it here at state level. You know, it still breaks Texas law if we are using uncertified machines by unaccredited voting system testing laboratories just to give you guys a frame to put over this imagine if you went to university right and you spent four years at university spent all your money all your time to work to earn this degree that you knew for a fact would help you have a leg up when you step out into the real world right and then after you invest four years into that degree, you find out that the university that you went to was not accredited. What does that mean for your certification of your diploma? It means it's null and void because that university was not accredited. And then all of a sudden, all of the certifications, all of the diplomas, all of the uh, accreditations that that university gives out, done. It's all null and void because that university lacked the uh, accreditation to issue diplomas and certification. And it all boils back down to trust in bureaucracy. And I say in bureaucracy because that is part and parcel of that package, guys. So can you imagine why should why should universities be held to that standard of accreditation, yet our voting system testing laboratories, which are mandated by federal and state law, and you can go back and look at your state constitution and your state's election uh, election uh, laws uh, to see whether or not they require federal accreditation. I'll tell you, after the uh, the Help America Vote Act passed, that became the law of the land. So why would we hold universities to this standard, uh, but we would not hold our uh, very federal agencies to this standard that are supposed to ensure that our uh, uh, our voting system testing laboratories are up to par, certification is up to par, you know, and all of this stuff. So, you know, I'll say this next, as long as we have those machines, we'll never have free and fair elections. We'll never have free and fair elections as long as we have those machines. So, you know, so that's kind of like some of the trail we've been on here at the state level. Okay. Because Ruth Hughes allowed that to happen, which is why her name is on the lawsuit. That's why she's a defendant on that lawsuit. Okay. And then not to mention there was some other stuff going on with the uh, ESNS machines. Okay. And the uh, hash verification, which did not work. And in that lawsuit where it talks about, so that strike one was the accreditation and certification of those machines and voting system laboratories in the state of Texas. Law broken number one. Law broken number two was the hash verification did not match. Okay, now I would say go back to episode 40 through 50 if you want to figure all that out. I mean, I could summarize it here real quickly. Let's just say 
that uh, the uh, processes that the voting system laboratories put in place in order to uh, qualify these machines as certified did not pass. And yet, even though they did not pass, Ruth Hughes still authorized it. Why do you think they authorized it? She authorized it because, again, the Election Assistance Commission got in touch with ESNS, whose hash verification did not match. And uh, they had a little conference, and uh, ESNS said we were expecting it. So the uh, EAC, the Election Assistance Commission, said, well, uh, ESNS was expecting that hash verification to mismatch. So it's a de minimis problem. In other words, it's very minimal. There's no issue with this hash verification not matching. And basically what that means is whatever software you have on a thumb drive needs to match the software you have on your voting system testing laboratory. And when you connect them, they better match, and they did not. And the Election Assistance Commission told Ruth Hughes, Secretary of Snakes Number Four under Abbott, well, they were expecting it from the uh, from the voting machine manufacturer, so that means it passes. So it's a very minimal risk. So go ahead and use them. And Ruth said, "Okay, we'll do it. All right, and have a good day from Texas, right?" And that was the con job, one of them that they pulled off on Texans in 2020. Uh, let's see, Num broken law number three in 2020 in the state of Texas was that the Heart InterCivic machines jack, uh, they, they violate the law as far as counting ballots in sequential order and stuff like that. And I'm not going to get deep into that other than the fact that what we know is described in the lawsuit is that the way that Heart InterCivic numbers the ballots is against the law in Texas. Okay, so there's three laws broken in 2020. Okay, for the machines and for elections in Texas. Now let's let's not even get into 2022, right? We still got Harris County like blowing up over there, and they're trying to cover it up right now. Okay, so uh, you know we're broken here in Texas, guys. We're broken here. Hey, Narco Campone, what's going on? It's good to see you over at uh, Foxhole. I saw you over there at Rumble, sir. Good to see you. Narco Campone TV says, "Salute, Mr. C." We back family, long time, no see. Wow, I just see you in Rumble. Well, I'm here now, right? You're here too. Okay, cool. Awesome. Joyful Lily, good to see you this evening. Good evening. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas to everyone who's hanging out today. You know, Merry Christmas, guys. It's, you know, we're, it's this weekend. It just came so quick, you know, and, and then, you know, like our heads are just like spinning with everything that's going on right now, right? Take some time for yourself and your family, ladies and gentlemen. Please take some time for yourself and your family. Don't forget. How, however you celebrate Christmas, whatever it means to you, I'm not here to judge you guys, okay? I mean, I've known I've known Christmas was a pagan origin since I was seven years old, okay? And I'm not going to judge you guys, you know? I started celebrating Christmas probably once I was like 19 or 20. But like, <laughs> but anyways, guys, anyways, Merry Christmas to one and all out there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but as I was saying, you know, with Texas, that's what we're dealing with. You know, we've dealt with this lawlessness, these unconstitutional elections for so long. And it's about time we put a stop to it. And I think we just we just need to use the language. You know, the elections were stolen. And the thing about it is, is that the people are starting to see it. And when I say the people, I mean the sleeping people. Right. Or the people who are just not to be bothered with politics, news. And that's understandable. There's whole, you know, there's whole swaths of, of Americans out there that just, when it comes to news and politics, I'm just like, you know, whatever, 
you know, I got a life to live. I got things to do. I've got a family to raise. I've got kids to send to school and to college. I've got four jobs to work because of inflation and Biden and stuff like that. You know, it's understandable. It's understandable, you know. But at some point, uh, it get it becomes a rude awakening, you know. And I think especially with the Twitter drops and especially what had happened in uh, Twitter file number eight, you know, and number seven, when we're talking about the collusion of three-letter agencies and we're talking about the Pentagon getting involved and we're talking about the FBI paying what, what, what was, what was the sum again? Something like $300 million worth of taxpayer money just to ensure that they censor the Biden laptop story. I mean, that's insane, you know, and I think that's the rude awakening that a lot of the sleeping Americans are coming to this Christmas. For me, it's a white Christmas because they're waking up. We've got uh, we've got Abe Hamaday in court today. We had Carrie Lake in court, uh, and uh, we have um, good good news coming out of Georgia. You know, as far as standing for elections and 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 holding government agencies and state agencies to task. You know, good news, guys. But here in the Lone Star State, on top of elections, we are taking a look at another another aspect of our backyard. And it's great because it mirrors the national conversation about the Speaker of the House. And that is our focus currently at Lone Star State News, because in, in the state of Texas, we have a speaker who is running for a second term, who is one of the most rhinoceros type of speakers. Uh, one of the most rhino representatives, suppose it, right? And that is a man by the name of Dade, D-A-D. Well, his real name isn't Dade. Uh, what was his first name? I know his name. It's not Dade. Dade is like his middle name or something like that, but Dade Phelan. Okay. I think it's Matthew. Anyways, Dade Phelan, current speaker of the house, ladies and gentlemen, is, is a rhino. In fact, it's 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 just kind of insane when you think about it. Now, let me give you guys a point of reference for the House Speaker and why that is so important in case this is the first time you're catching the show or in case this is the first time you've ever heard about the House Speaker and what it does. Now, I cannot really tell you all of the in and outs and the technicalities and the procedures of the House Speaker on the federal level, but let me tell you how the state of Texas House Speaker position works, Okay. And now this is why this is so pivotal and this is why it's so important. And this is why I would recommend and particularly if you are a red state, okay, a Republican, a conservative state, whether it be majority or whether it be you're just barely majority by supermajority or you're just hanging on to that majority, right? If you have a Republican Speaker of the House, this is one position that we should really really analyze and really study and really get familiar with what that role does. Now, in the state of Texas, the House Speaker, what he does is uh, he basically assigns chair positions, chairmanships to committees. Now, the committees, that will be a group of your lawmakers who come together on a specific topic. Is it health? Is it, uh, is it, uh, is it, is it gun issues? Is it safety issues? Is it education? Is it elections? Like what kind of committee will this person be serving on? Right? So the, in the state of Texas, the house speaker actually assigns what lawmaker, be they Republican or be they Democrat will be the chairperson of that committee. 
and that committee will decide the life and the death of that law or that bill, okay? Now, in the state of Texas, Dade Thielen, the current Republican in name only speaker, um, has that power. And what he does is he assigns Democrats to committee chairs. Now, in the spirit of bipartisanship, okay, and in the spirit of, you know, unity, I get it, Dade Thielen. That, that would be a really good answer to why you do that. But no, 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 Dade Thielen, let's not get mistaken. When you assign Democrats to committee chairs and then you, you use that action as leverage to get votes in the House from all the Democrats, because you only need 76 votes in order to secure the seat in the House of Texas, right, as a, as a speaker, you use your first year, you uh, you uh, give Democrats um, committee assignments, and then what do you do? Then what do you do? You go back to them when you're looking for your, for your second term and you say, hey, Democrats, I'm a Republican and I gave you guys committee chairs and I promise you in the next session, we're going to give you the same amount of committee chairs, which means they have the same amount of power, if not more so. And then all the Democrats say, okay, Dade Phelan's on our side, let's vote for him. So you got what? 75, 74 Democrats that vote yay for Dade Phelan. He only needs 76, guys. So you got all the Republicans and they're like, well, we better support Dade Phelan because he has all 74 Democrat support. You see how that works? Now, let me tell you why this is also detrimental, okay? Because Dade Phelan is a rhino, okay? But he makes no... Uh, he makes no, he does not mince his words about where he stands. The man does not believe in election fraud. The man believes that uh, Joe Biden is a legitimate president, which is, which already flies in the face of what the base of Texas, the grassroots, the people, the voters say. Uh, according to our GOP priorities for the grassroots, we want to decertify 2020 in Texas. Okay, that's what all 5,000 plus voted for during the convention, that Texas does not uh, Texas does not recognize Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. as a legitimate president. But Dade Phelan says, well, Joe Biden, he won legitimately. Okay, and, and Dade Phelan does not believe in election fraud. He's an election fraud denier, okay? You know, in fact, there is a uh, representative that, well, there is a man that was running for a state rep in Harris County that is going to challenge that election. But the only way he can challenge is according to Texas law and procedure with the blessing from the House Speaker. If Dade Phelan does not believe in election fraud and thinks all elections are secure, and even though we saw voter suppression up the wazoo like we've never seen before in the state of Texas, in Houston County, in Harris County, Houston, Texas, do you think that that candidate, his name is Mays, Mike Mays, do you think that he has a chance of challenging that election if Dave Phelan's going to stop it before it even arrives at his doorstep? He's not even, even, even though we all saw the voter suppression, even though we know over 3,000 voters were turned away in Harris County, Dade Phelan's still going to say, I don't believe in election integrity or, uh, oh, he doesn't believe in election integrity. That was not a Freudian flip, right? He does not believe in election integrity. You know why I say that? Because when uh, in the third special session, the Texas House managed to pass an election integrity omnibus bill, they also decriminalized it in the same bill. 
And Dave Phelan said, I can't be bothered to relitigate election integrity. We're just going to go ahead and focus on uh, redistricting in the next section. Because they had four sessions. So that's Dave Phelan, ladies and gentlemen. That's the ball we're riding here right now. But, you know, as we explore the uh, backyard that is Texas, you know, and we really start looking into, you know, uh, some of these positions that are of importance. Uh, I'm using this as a method to expose the rhinos because we have stealth rhinos. We have rhinos who are on reserve, right, for the next session, you know, and I, I think that happens, you know, like I'm thinking that we could quite possibly be seeing some of the candidates who got in on the wave of the Tea Party, you know, five, six years ago, are starting to turn, okay? Now, not all of them. Some of them turned a long time ago. Jeff Leach, you know, he is another Texas supposed representative uh, who's up in the uh, Plano uh, area, Plano, Texas area. Okay. Jeff Leach rode in on the Tea Party. He got voted into office, which is interesting. Jeff Leach, Tony Tinderholt, Dade Phelan, and, and, Dade, and Tony Tinderholt, I'm on his side. Okay. Tony Tinderholt is running against Dade Phelan right now. Tony Tinderholt's policies on abortion, education, uh, elections, all align. Okay, they all align with Texas GOP grassroots, you know, but at the same time, it's just interesting that all these guys came in at the same time, like all these guys came in, and they've all served five terms each identical, right? So I'm kind of looking like, like Jeff Leach came in on the wave of the Tea Party, right? And he betrayed them. I mean, he just, he was the first person to endorse Dave Phelan after Greg Abbott, after Greg Abbott. No, Greg Abbott endorsed Dave Phelan in the summer. So that this way, when the Texans got pissed off that everyone was endorsing Phelan, Abbott's name would not be in the group. Well, Abbott endorsed Dave Phelan. Abbott was the first person to endorse Dave Phelan back like in the summer of 2022. Okay. And, and then now all the Texans are getting, no, no, you're going to hear a big uproar from Texas guys. Now, if you're a, if you're a Texas, uh, um, if you're a Texas Patriot, okay. Or if you are a member of my audience, watch come January 2nd, that's when you're going to hear the rest of Texas upset about Dave Phelan. A lot of people are really upset about him right now. But let me tell you what, a lot of people are PO'd right now. Okay. They don't know what to do. You know, we're, we are on an initiative right now for an upset in January. That's why I've been talking about this and pushing it since the first of this month, you know, and especially once I found out that 76 of the current Republicans endorsed him, Tony Tinderholt, Representative Tinderholt, who is running against Dade Phelan said, I understand what's going on here. It's because Dade already has the support of all the Democrats because of what he did last year giving them chairs and then promising them the same amount, if not more this year, he's got the Democrats in his pocket. Dave Phelan does. Okay. And uh, so representative Tinderholt said in a letter uh, that the Republican caucus is afraid of, of opposing Dave Phelan because all he needs is like four more votes and he has the house. And then all the Republicans will be like, oh, we're not in his favor. So they're all they're all chicken shit, ladies and gentlemen, basically. Not one of your representatives has a backbone. But I think it's deeper than that, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's much deeper than that. I think that this is a con job. I think they've conned the people of Texas for decades. 
And I think they use the House Speaker. Now, when I say they, I mean your everyday Texas legislators, okay? I believe that they use the House Speaker as a reason for failure. So they could say, well, you know, I voted to pass what you wanted, constituents, but the Speaker gave it to a Democrat chair. And then the Democrat chair killed it in committee, which means that bill never made it out of the committee. It never made it to the calendar. It never made it to the floor. It never made it to the governor's desk. Okay. Do you see how they use this pantomime of politics? They use each other as, uh, they use each other as, as checkmates against the people's priorities. It's time it stopped. So, and that's what, that's, what's funny about it is your representative will say, well, I voted for what you wanted voter, but, uh, the speaker put it in, gave it to, gave the committee that handles that law to a Democrat. And then here's the thing. Here's what you can say, Texas. Oh, okay. I get it. So, uh, you're, you're saying that it's, it's speaker Phelan's fault for assigning Democrat chairs that the bill that I wanted passed did not make it out of committee and died. And then you can say, but you endorsed Dade Phelan, representative. You voted yes for Dade Phelan, knowing that he gives Democrats chairs that kill bills that want the priorities of Texans completed. Do you see the con job, ladies and gentlemen? I am trying to open people's eyes about this. We need to make them stop. And they need to understand that they cannot get away with lying to us anymore. And that's why I would implore this audience or anyone who hears this message and wants to do something, take a look at your state house. I, here in the state of Texas, I'm recommending that we take a look at the house speaker, the lieutenant governor, the chairman on, the chairwoman, the chairman, in Texas, it's currently a chairwoman. Okay, so let's be PC, the chairperson in charge of calendaring, that the committee on calendaring, Okay, those three plus your governor. Okay, governor's easy to find. Okay, but you know, if you once you look at your house speaker and once you look at your chair on calendaring, that might start to answer some of your questions. Because in the state of Texas, it just so happens that, uh, you know, the uh, the pack for Dave Phelan donates to the pack for the chairperson. And these people donate to the rhinos that they want to support them. In this case, Dade Phelan's endorsement for House Speaker cost him $65,000 because the man that endorsed him first and nominated him. So Dade Phelan's speakership cost him $65K, all right? Because the person who nominated him, Jeff Leach, received $65,000 from Dade Phelan, okay? And uh, the person who seconded that motion received something like 15 k from Dade Phelan. That's Charlie Guerin, okay? And that guy seconded the motion of Jeff Leach's nomination. These guys all get money from Dade Phelan, okay? And then Stephanie Click is the woman that Dade Phelan has assigned to the calendar committee as chairperson. She also gives these guys money, okay? And she also gets money from Dade Phelan. And all of these people get money from lobbyists for, uh, I don't know, pharmaceutical companies that want to sell chemical castration drugs to your kids, okay? And then the people of Texas wonder why we can't pass any laws on banning chemical castration and child mutilation and abuse in the state of Texas. Well, that's the reason why, America. That's the reason why, Texas, because of your House Speaker. 
Okay. So do we want a man like Dave Phelan to be speaker of that? No, we don't. But for some reason, 76 of our supposed GOP, supposed conservative, supposed Republican Texas representatives think that that's okay. It's a con job. And they're hoping you're still asleep, Texas. They're hoping you're still asleep, America. How is your state house? Okay. So uh, we're looking at a lot of that here at Lone Star State News. Uh, we did we did some letter writing and sending uh, this week, uh, drafted letters opposing Dave Thielen to Republican representatives, to Democrat representatives, and to the governor, okay? Because I want the governor to know, ladies and gentlemen, that the people of Texas are watching him too, all right? So we drafted letters. We sent those out. If you would like to participate, if you're over at pill.net, head over to Mr. C channel and uh, look for the C section. I think I got those posted there. And then also at the crepport.com, just go to our blog and we have those articles there as well uh, with downloadable files. If you do not like to download off the internet, send me an email at the crepport.com, pop Texas chairs in the subject line, and I will send you those drafts in your email box. We have until January 10th for a major upset. And there's more initiatives that are starting to rise up out of Texas. Like we, there's going to, I have a pretty strong feeling there's going to be a recall there's going to be a recall um, uh, initiative for one of our federal U.S. senators who's done us dirty, who has shaken hands with Nazi sympathizers and needs to go. He's a piece of trash, ladies and gentlemen. His name is John Cornyn, okay? So that's another initiative that's looking like it's going to start coming up in this in the new year. And uh, we're going to get some petitions going. And you know what? How about we... Uh, how about we give Texas voters a little taste of blood, right? So, you know, my belief here is we had over 5,000 Texans show up and stay all three days and stay to choose to vote for what our priorities would be in the new year. And uh, if we could get at least those 5,000 on board, if we could at least get those 5,000 on board, we're on, we're off to a good start because once those 5,000 activate and they start talking to their family and their friends and their neighbors. There's no telling how that number could grow. And the, the people who are conning Texans out of liberty, freedom, and the pursuit of happiness need to know that they cannot do it anymore. And I just, I just have this feeling like once we get that going, it could be a chain reaction. And that's what I'm hoping for. Once there's some blood in the water, <laughs> hopefully Texans get exactly how much power they have okay and then all the other ones who oppose us and all the other ones who don't care well you know what they won't know what hit them ladies and gentlemen they will not know what hit them awesomeness what's going on d patriot 1776 good to see you we're doing an amalgamated episode today we're doing lone star state news and the sea report and we're going to do it in two hours. Okay, so good to see you. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well today. Thank you for gifting the cookie and Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. Miss D-Page, you guys stay warm up there, okay? You guys stay warm up there. All right, you guys, it's a lot colder up there than it is down here. <laughs> even though I'm not used to, uh, uh, what was, uh, even though I'm not used to below freezing and even though I'm not used to below 20, okay? <laughs> It was still nice and sunny here today. 
So uh, let me throw one more bone at you guys about as, as far as uh, state houses are concerned, okay? Because this is something that is also coming up on the national conversation that I think is a beautiful mirror for what we need to do at the state level. The House Speaker is a hot topic at the national level. And I think that the fake news, the the, the lamestream, shamestream, fake news, mockingbird, mockingbird propaganda media, the legacy press, want the House Speaker at the, at the federal level as a topic of conversation. Because as long as Americans are talking about McCarthy and his speakership, they're not talking about the speaker in their own state house. Use it as a mirror, ladies and gentlemen. Every bit of belief and action that you would take against Speaker McCarthy or any House speaker who's not fit to be that in that position, use that momentum and, and, and siphon it into your state house, okay? And siphon that energy into looking at your state house as well, guys. Now, I just explained to you how the House speaker works in the state of Texas, it could very well be almost the same way in your state. I mean, it's the same thing in, in Wisconsin. And we have two rhinos as House Speaker, Dade Phelan and Robin Voss, right? One is more tenured. One is a pro. You know, Dade Phelan's not a pro yet at being duplicitous. Dade Phelan tells you straight up, I don't believe that there was election fraud. Robin Voss says, yeah, there was election fraud. Let's get rid of all of the, uh, the drop boxes. And then let's uh, sneak legislation into a bill that would legalize them. You see what I mean? So, you know, Robin Voss is a professional rhino. Dade Phelan still got some learning to do, but I'm pretty sure Robin Voss is one of his inspirations. Okay. Now, um, another, another position that we're looking at on a national, a national level is, uh, the Republican caucus. Okay. The Republican caucus so uh, we'll take a look right now at uh, in the in the precious few moments we have left of Lone Star State News this uh, Christmas Friday at the Republican Caucus of Texas. Uh, so we can kind of start to uh, get a, a taste for what that is all about. Now, if you're anything like me, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to say, what the heck is a caucus? I thought that was something you kept in your pants, right? Okay. So... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I know that's kind of a crass joke, but anyways, uh, so I had to figure out what the heck that was, guys, because I've heard the term for years and I just yeah, never really looked into it. Right. And you know what? It happens, guys. It happens. Uh, what is a caucus, guys? <laughs> what is a caucus? Um, according to uh, let's see here, Merriam-Webster. A caucus is a closed meeting of a group of persons belonging to the same political party. That's a pretty easy explanation, isn't it? Or a faction, usually to select candidates or to decide on policy. Can you imagine how it feels to be kicked out of your own, if your own uh, party caucus? That's exactly what happened to Representative State Representative Janelle Branchen of Wisconsin. Okay, how can one be expected to uh, to, uh, to 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 represent their constituents if they're being kicked out and banned from uh, party state caucus uh, meetings? I mean, really, guys, talk about being talk about being uh, talk about being uh, neutered, for lack of a better word. Okay, so. That's what caucus means. It's a fancy word for a gang or a faction of lawmakers, ladies and gentlemen. And the thing about it is, is that the caucus on all levels is, uh, 
It's a lot more powerful than we might realize, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so uh, let's see here. Uh, let's take a look at the one for Texas. Okay, so, uh, oh, this here's, here's the graphic I was looking for. Here's the graphic. So this is uh, this is the fancy schmancy graphic for the Texas House Republican Caucus, right? And uh, this is usually how it goes. See that? You see that? House members only, right? Texas House Republican Caucus. And they meet behind closed doors, right? So we don't know what wheeling and dealing they're due. They do, and and whatever else these guys should happen to decide. There you go. All right, so uh, let's look at this. Now, this is the uh, website for the Texas House Republicans Caucus. I'll go ahead and expand that for you guys so you can see it. Members, news and policy. Let's just see about. We're just familiarizing ourselves with this uh, with this uh, this gang here, ladies and gentlemen. So. This is a mission statement. The Texas House Republican Caucus is comprised of all Republican members serving in the Texas House of Representatives. The caucus provides research, education, policy development, and other support to its members and their staff. The Texas House Republican Caucus works to promote limited government, fiscal responsibility, and personal liberty to continue cultivating economic growth for all Texans. Okay, limited government. Let's take a look at that one. Because Speaker Dade Phelan wants to use the $27 billion windfall that they have from taxpayers. It was a surplus. It's taxpayer money. Instead of using that to limit government, instead of using that for fiscal responsibility, instead of using that to uh, for personal liberty by eliminating property taxes, right? Nope, nope, nope. Dade Phelan has already motioned that he wants to use the $27 billion surplus of Texans taxpayer hard-worked, hard-earned money to grow the size of Texas government. He said that in a statement um, a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen. He was like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know about, you know, all of it, half of it going to property taxes because Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick says half of it's going to eliminate property taxes or to help assist with property tax relief. That tune's going to change quickly. OK, I'm sure that tune's going to change quickly. But let me tell you what. Dave Phelan wants to use that to grow government. And that's what he said. He said, I don't know about using half of it on property tax relief, but uh, looking at, you know, uh, uh, we don't even know next year's budget. We don't know how much people are going to need. We don't know what new agencies we're going to have. We're probably going to use to grow government. That's Dave Phelan. That's a Speaker of the House. That's the con job that your Texas uh, GOP representative wants to use on you so he can blame Dave Phelan whenever our priorities don't pass. But yet he endorsed Dade Phelan or she endorsed Dade Phelan. It makes no sense, does it, ladies and gentlemen? It's, it's got to stop. It's got to stop, okay? And it's up to us to make this stop, okay? Fiscal responsibility, ha. Huh. I mean, we went through all of this, right? Personal liberty, let me tell you what, Dade Phelan, I have no limited government. There is no fiscal responsibility and I have no personal liberty so as long as our elections are fake, fraudulent, and stolen. And right now, Dade Phelan does not back up Texas on anything to do with elections. Okay, Dade Phelan probably does not even care about Harris County. He's over in Beaumont, Texas. That's what? How many miles uh, northeast of uh, Houston is Beaumont? I mean, they're basically neighbors. 
basically he's probably colluding with the entire Harris County crooked uh, council of whatever elected or bureaucrat don't matter. Right. He's probably their friends. Okay. I wouldn't doubt it. All right. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, so we looked at the about, let's go back to the home. It's supposed to be all, it's supposed to be all members of the Republican caucus, right? The Republican party in Texas. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see. What does it say? Our members, uh, the Texas House Republican Caucus is comp comprised of the Republican members of Texas, right? Okay, so we all know that. Okay, so it's just all of them, right? Like, ah, uh, then we get to put a face to the name. And they're all in alphabetical order, too. Okay, well, we're not going to go through all of this. Uh, what is this guy still doing here? Wait, is this the same guy? Hold on, let me, let me skip ahead to... Uh, where did I do with it? Okay, no, no, that's not. He looks exactly like him. Is that his twin brother? Okay, look at guys. Look at this. Because next week, we're going to have a conversation about this man. Not this one here. This man, his name is Greg Bonin. Okay. Now, the Speaker of the House that immediately preceded Dade Phelan. Who is Dade Phelan's best buddy is this guy. Check it out. His name is Dennis Bonin. Those guys could be twins, couldn't they? Greg and Dennis Bonin. There's the former speaker. This is another Democrat in disguise, right? It's probably Dade Phelan's butt buddy, okay? And then look at this guy. Look at this guy. Is that Dennis Bonin without glasses on or what? Okay. <laughs> I bet you they're but I bet you they're brothers. They look exactly alike. They look like twins. Jeez, I didn't know twins could be so crooked. Okay, anyways, we're not going to go through all of these. I mean, there's 150 of them, right? Oh, no, no, wait, I take it back. There's uh, 70, uh, 76 of them uh, starting on the uh, 88th legislature. 74 prior, but 76 incoming, okay? 76 incoming. So uh, Tom Craddock, what? I haven't seen that name in a while. Okay, so uh, let's see here. We're going to, I want to find the chair. I mean, I know who the chair is, but let's see where he is on this website. Um, dang. Okay. <laughs> they don't show you who the chair is? Come on. Steve Toth, please. I hope you did not give in to the pressures of the swamp. Tony Tinderholt, please do not give in to the pressures of the swamp. Those are good guys right there, guys. The ones I just highlighted. Please don't give in to the pressures of the swamp. Okay, Brian Slayton, please do not give in to the pressures of the swamp, okay? <laughs> These are guys that are good guys that I can recognize right off just by hearing their, seeing their name. Dade Phelan, you rat! You need to go and you need to leave Texas, okay? <laughs> he opposes half of the GOP priorities for 2023, 2024, guys. How was he elected? How was he nominated? How was he endorsed? I don't understand. Tom Oliverson. Here's the man right here, guys. Here is your caucus chairperson, okay? Um, we're going to pull open some of his stuff. Now, Tom Oliverson, ladies and gentlemen, is what I call a stealth rhino, okay? A stealth rhino. He's one of those guys that they keep on the bench. He's one of those guys that votes... His his voting record's pretty good, right? He's he he has uh, he has um, uh, percentage markings that are are not too shabby. Okay, someone that you would say this is a conservative, this is someone who represents 
his constituents. But you know how this stealth rhino has managed to uh, survive so long unseen? He was able to blame it on the speaker whenever any of his constituents didn't pass a bill that he voted for, that the constituents wanted. That is a stealth rhino, ladies and gentlemen. And that is part of the pantomime of politics, the subterfuge of litigation, law passing, and legislation. It's a big con job in the state of Texas. It's as fake as that forensic audit that Secretary of Snakes, John Scott, just hey, it's it. What time is it? It's almost 7 p.m. John Scott must have already been at the Yellow Rose doing his poll watching program, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, I know Abbott called him to his office. He's like, John, come here, John. John, did any of the voters see you at the Yellow Rose on a Wednesday night during the poll watching program? <laughs> For those of you in Austin, you know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> okay, guys, uh, real quick, Tom Oliverson. We're going to dig deeper into Tom Oliverson. I'm wetting y'all's whistle for Monday, okay? And for Wednesday, you know? Well, you know what? When is the new year, guys? Because we're we're doing some schedule shifts for Lone Star State News. Two weeks from now. A week and change, okay? A week and change. A week and change. Lone Star State, I, I might as well say it now. Lone Star State News is moving to a two-hour format, guys. So I don't have to deal with overtime anymore. So we'll also have a schedule change with that. But we'll talk a little bit more about that next week. And next week, we're also going to be talking about Tom Oliverson, okay? Tom Oliverson, the chairman of the GOP caucus, who has voted to endorse Dave Phelan, even though he's a stealth rhino. Oh, wait, that's why he's a stealth rhino, because he's going to pass the legislation that his constituents want, and then his buddy, Dave Phelan, is going to assign it to a Democrat-chaired committee, and it's going to die in committee. Or Stephanie Click. The rhino who runs the calendar committee is just going to make sure it never makes it to the floor and that the clock runs out and uh, we just never have to consider it. That is the subterfuge that will not last once the eyes of Texas are upon them, ladies and gentlemen. The entire house of cards will fall, but we have to be the ones to knock it over and we can do that. So stay tuned to Lone Star State News, because there's a lot more to come Monday through Friday. And uh, that's right here on Mr. CTV. Okay. So don't forget this name. Don't forget this face, because we'll be talking about him and the GOP caucus next week. Because these are all the dominoes that stack up against the will of the people. And it's time we knocked them down. What do you say? Texas. And how does that make you feel, America? I hope it makes you feel nice and ready. Get warm and snugly. It's going to be a cold winter. All right, guys. Okay, guys. So we're going to hop on over to, uh, we're going to hop on over to uh, the sea report now. All right. So uh, give me a sec while we get that prepared. Thanks for hanging out with Lone Star State News. Uh, through the rest of next week will be Monday through Friday. 3 p.m. Texas time. Make sure you check out the uh, podcast at anchor.fm slash Lone Star State News. Anchor.fm slash Lone Star State News. And uh, you can keep up with Texas news and current events at that station or hey, wherever you're at right now, 
is perfectly fine as well. Just make sure you hit follow or subscribe and hit that like button. All right, guys. Okay, let's hop on in to, well, let's get over to the C report. And in order to do that, ladies and gentlemen, I'll just have to make some quick adjustments here on my side. All right, guys, and I uh, think we're good. We can start to hop on over. Let's go ahead and squeeze something in here. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it. You and I saw with our own eyes and spread a web of lies, and the whole world saw with our own eyes. This was a fraudulent election. Lies, 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 fake news. You and I saw with our own eyes. Lies, 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 fake news. We're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. But they fail. And on this day, remembrance, we must make sure that such attack never, ever happens. They fail. Reaching the Capitol, American flags on poles being used as weapons. We're going to have somebody in there that should not be in there, and our country will be destroyed. Our country has had enough. We will not take it anymore. They fail. He can't accept he lost. He lost. He's not just a former president. He's a defeated former president. You and I saw with our own eyes. And spread a web of lies. And the whole world saw with our own eyes. This was a fraudulent election. Lies, 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 fake news. You and I saw with our own eyes. Lies, 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 fake news. We're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. He can't accept he lost. It was a landslide election. Come on, man. When you catch somebody in the fraud, you're allowed to go by very different rules. Is that what you thought? It's wrong. It's undemocratic. Frankly, it's un-American. Just in a nutshell, so stupid. So stupid, these people. Think about it. This wasn't a good course. This was an armed insurrection. You'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to be strong. They failed. He can't accept he lost. He lost, literally erecting gallows to hang the vice president of the United States. You and I saw with our own eyes, spread a web of lies, and the whole world saw with our own eyes. This was a fraudulent election. Lies, 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 fake news. You and I saw with our own eyes. Lies, 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 fake news. We're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. Good evening, America. <laughs> How y'all doing? Welcome to the first amalgamated show of Lone Star State News and the C-Report. Okay, I didn't put on a suit. I know. Come on. Okay. I didn't have that much time. I had to change the drapes. Okay. All right. So welcome back, guys. You know, if you're a Lone Star State News uh, podcast member or live stream member, welcome to the C-Report. And if you are a C-Report podcast member or live stream uh, audience member, hey, I hope you enjoyed the Lone Star State News. These are just two of the shows I do here at Mr. CTV. Okay. And uh, it's all about America first, Texas first, election integrity, and taking back our backyards. Okay. So welcome, welcome, welcome. And I hope you guys are having a Merry Christmas. I know, right? You guys are probably going to think I'm crazy, right? Okay. <laughs> 
All right, guys. So let's talk some national headlines, right? And uh, if you guys, if you guys missed out on why I'm doing this, you'll have to go back to the beginning of the show. We had a crazy day today over here at the C Studios. It was just one of those situations that are not normal, and it was all you know what. The heater was out, okay, and we we were freezing last night. They took forever. Uh, the grocery store, all of the digital currency went down, right? <laughs> I was like, that's a good, why do we need digital currency if it's not going to work? You know what I mean? And so I was there waiting for 30 minutes plus just to pay for my groceries, right? Anyways, okay. So well, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Okay, so we're going to talk some, um, we're going to talk some national news. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to start it off with a video. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, we'll start off with a video and then we'll do some Trump truth. And that's probably going to take up our time, right? Because we only got about an hour or so today. And then, uh, you know, I don't know, who knows, maybe I'll be back on later on tonight for something different. Okay. <laughs> no promises, no guarantees, but uh, it, it's just, it's interesting smashing these two episodes together like this. Um, but I wanted to start with a video. Okay. And it's this video that I saw. And if you've been a member of my audience for any amount of time in the last, you know, I don't know, uh, half year, I, I, I kind of promised I would never play a video by this idiot ever again. Okay, <laughs> But then this guy made an even more terrible video. Okay. So, I, I mean, like, I think, like, Sean Joe might remember who this moron is, right? You, some of you guys out there might remember. You guys are not going to be happy to see them. I know you're not going to be happy to see him. This guy's an utter idiot, okay? This guy's a moron. This guy is, he's he's trash, okay? And not oh, and the worst part is he thinks he's better than everyone. And you could tell just by the way he engages his audience. You can tell by the way he engages his guests, okay? And you can tell just by the way he engages information, okay? And then when I came across this video, I was like, I cannot wait for this man's foot to go out his rectum, okay? <laughs> but you know what, guys? It's not gonna happen unless we start talking elections, okay? We have the biggest moment right here to just bulldoze over all of the election fraud deniers out there, all the people who are like, there was no such thing as election fraud in 2020 or ever. It was all a big lie. You know, we have that, you know, you know, because, you know, a lot of people out there, and while I might not condone this action, I totally understand it. I get it. I understand it. I feel it. The told you so moment, right? I mean, you guys want your told you so moment, right? 2022 was stolen. Here it is. Okay, we're at trial right now. Here is that moment, right? So I just want this guy to eat his foot. I want him to eat my foot and your... No, actually, you know what? I don't think anyone should put their foot near his mouth, right? Okay. <laughs> but maybe just throw a shoe at him or something like that. Anyways... All right, guys, enough buildup. Here's the video. Try not to... Uh, Try not to get too emotionally involved with this loser, okay? <laughs> He's a loser. He's a loser, ladies and gentlemen. A big loser, okay? And uh, I'm, I'm about to... You guys will recognize him immediately. Who You guys, I know you will recognize him immediately. He's that big a loser. All I have to say is... Uh, what do you call it? Uh... You guys will remember him, okay? You'll remember him. Okay, here he comes. 
Are you ready? Are you ready to see some swamp creature? This guy isn't even worthy of the name of the title swamp creature, and that's a pretty low title, right? All right, guys, hold on to your dinner. Here he comes. <laughs> I can't stand this guy. Okay, this guy is terrible. I'm not even going to say his name. It's not worth it. Okay, uh, it's not worth my energy to say this person's name. But uh, the reason why I'm sharing it with you guys is because this man thinks that he knows what's going on with Carrie Lake. And he had a few things to say. And it's the reason why he's coming back on my show. Because I've got a few things to say, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the trash. Uh, even, even, even Odyssey doesn't want to play him. They muted his butt. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Here's, here's the loser. Here we go. The final people insisting that she would win, even though it was clear she didn't have the numbers, Carrie Lake herself and other extremists insisted she was going to win until the very last moment. At a certain point, you have to ask, do they not? Guess what, idiot? I'm still saying she's going to win, okay? I'm still saying she is going to win, all right? There's no way. I can't. I cannot stand this guy. Okay, here, hold on. <laughs> ...understand basic math. Do they not understand the degree? Do you not understand what voter suppression really looks like? Do you not understand that it's actually kind of racist to say people of color cannot find a DMV? Do you not understand what 19-inch uh, printed ballots look like on 20-inch printed paper? Do you not understand that that is uh, something that someone has to physically do and has to... Uh, arrange in order to commit fraud? Do you not understand what broken chain of custody looks like? Do you not understand what voter suppression really looks like? Do you not understand that there was massive conflicts of interest in the 2022 election? And do you not understand that the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors have been uh, have been shelving and obfuscating against any type of election investigations since 2020? Mr. Manpacker, have you not been following the news? Oh, wait, 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 wait. He's parroting the parrots. And he's acting like he knows more than the parrots. This guy this guy thinks he knows more than the mockingbirds. Look at just look at the way he talks. Look at his arrogance. Look at his hubris. Look at look at the vile poison that comes out of his understanding. And then uh you guys understand, I get real protective, okay, of people that I admire and people that I hold in high regard. I mean, these are these people are saving our nation, guys. I get really, really protective. Okay, hold on. Here, here, here's more of his trash. To which they need to overwhelm the remaining ballots the further they fall behind. And don't they realize, wow. I haven't gotten 60% of the vote anywhere so far. I need 60% of everything that's left to win. It's probably over for me. They don't seem to get it. Or this guy is such a moron. You know, now I got to say, whenever I talk um, out of ignorance, <laughs> whenever I speak out of ignorance, ladies and gentlemen, I at least try and make sure that I did some kind of worthy research, right? 
some kind of he's like do they not understand that if they don't have 60 percent, they should probably do you not understand that this guy is an operative and i i wouldn't doubt that this guy is paid for by the council for national policy okay <laughs> how about them apples uh, let me tell you why in a minute here's more or they don't care let's go through this here is carrie lake up until the last moment look at how confidently she insisted i'm gonna win I'm going to win. Do you find it somewhat problematic at all that your opponent, Katie Hobbs, is secretary of state and she didn't recuse herself? By the way, this happened in Georgia previously, where the secretary of state was running for governor. They Now, you see here, this uh, man packer is going to attempt to use party politics. You see why I oppose party politics? Because it can give the bad guys an, a, a leg up. And uh, can, can continue the narrative of division and partisanship. Okay, so this guy, who's obviously ignorant to the fact that America first Republicans, okay, America first patriots, oppose Brian Kemp from the time that he was a Secretary of State all the way up until he was the governor. Okay, but this guy's going to use rhino politics against the America first base against Carrie Lake. Do you see the perspective? This guy's totally ignorant and he's using party politics against us. Okay. And he's using party politics to, uh, to inflame his base and his audience and the Democrats. A and the fact of the matter is no one in America first supports Brian Kemp, but he's going to use Brian Kemp against us as, as a way to attack Carrie Lake. Okay. Because this man is asking a valid question. Doesn't it bother you that the secretary of state, you know, the ones who run elections is running the election that she's opposing you in for governor? That's a valid point. Now, uh, this idiot is going to use the color of uh, partisanship in order to, uh, you know, uh, offset or diminish the uh, the importance, the import of this trial. OK, and now this this video is two weeks removed. OK. A week and a half to two weeks removed. I'm just showing you what he said. I don't know what this man, I'm not going to go to his channel and see what he said. Now this happened to come across my desk. And that's the only reason I am not going to waste my time looking at this man's content to see if he's going to put his foot in his mouth. I'm going to wait until after she steps into office. Okay. <laughs> and I got some more stuff to share about what you guys think Carrie Lake should do. All right. I got people saying she needs to run for vice. Oh, what was the next one? She should run for Senate. Are you guys retarded? Who's saying that? Oh, you know who's saying that crap? The mainstream, lamestream, shamestream, mockingbird, pedophile, propaganda, legacy media press. Ladies and gentlemen, they're saying now they're saying Carrie Lake should run for Senate. How many patriots are going to parrot that? I wonder because they're going to show you their true colors. All right. Are you paying attention? You know, Trump and Lake are pretty good litmus tests. I never would have recommended using either of these two as litmus tests to find out who's real and who's fake. But at this point, it shows, ladies and gentlemen. At this point, it shows. And if you oppose Trump, you ain't never been America first. You ain't never been a patriot, okay? And it's not one of those, if you don't vote for Biden, you ain't black, right? If you don't vote for Trump, you ain't a patriot. No, America, who has the track record?
Okay, because right now the mainstream media, the globalists in the deep state are using every piece that they can, every bit of their machine against President Trump. And that should tell you something. And when you have Republicans, supposed, and when you have GOP, supposed, and when you have America First, supposed, and when you have patriotic influencers, supposed, backing up anyone but Trump, there's your litmus test. And for all of you people out there, and a lot of people who I respect in this crowd who oppose Trump for reasons that we have yet to get into, can we at least save our nation? Okay, I get it. People are going to be like, you can't save your nation if you have someone like in there because of X, Y, and Z, okay? We can cross that bridge when we get to it. Who has the track record right now? DeSantis? Flynn? Pompeo? Neither of them do, okay? None of them do. None of them have President Trump's track record. None of them, okay? And so this was just an easy out for people who were never on our side, for people who were always meant to betray us, for people who were never going to vote for saving this republic. It was an easy out, okay? They're showing you who you are, but are we paying attention? That's the question, you know? Let's get back to this uh, clip here. They, none of these Republicans had any problem with it. Now they have a problem with it. I'm overseeing this election, an election that she's actually very much running in. Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, um, right after I got into the race, after I threw my hat into the ring in June of 21, that next month in July, I recognized that would be a problem. Yeah. And we put out a very hard push for her to recuse herself from any aspects of her job as Secretary of State that oversaw any part of the elections, and she refused to do so. And we saw how botched the August 2nd primary election was. Much of that can be attributed to her incompetence. And <laughs> And now we're seeing all the problems with this election. And I think it's just going to, when, when I win, it's going to be a sigh of relief. Yeah, well, that was, uh, that was yesterday. And indeed, the sigh of relief was that Carrie Lake lost. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about. Okay, so, uh, hey, Manpacker, that was two weeks ago. Okay, all right, all right. So we'll see what happens. But this guy's not working from, I say he's ignorant, but you guys know he's working from a point of deception, clear deception, because these people do not study the actions of their own heroes, right? He he laughed when Carrie Lake said that um, uh, Katie Hobbs uh, ran a botched election. Okay. They don't, they don't analyze their own heroes. They don't, they don't watch the watchers. They just copy the talking points and they don't care okay they don't care all right they don't care he's gonna bring up marjorie taylor green now okay and uh marjorie says some stuff that i think should be repeated right about what's going on here in fact i think patriots all over the place should be talking like marjorie taylor green but alas i don't see it and i think it's because people are being influenced they're not being inspired. That's just the point in big. About that critical Arizona race just yesterday. We lost in 2020 because of that, because of the mail-in ballots and because it was ripe for election fraud. And now we're watching it again, especially in Carrie Lake's race over in Arizona. 
this this shouldn't be this way. Everyone was calling for a red wave. Either all the pollsters were wrong and they need to be fired, and that's Republican, Democrat, and everyone. I mean, that's what they've been saying forever. These Republicans. Oh, let's not forget, Man Packer, that's also what your party was saying back in 2016, okay? Not just Republicans, okay? I don't play party politics. I look at both of them the same because you know what? They're both uniparty. And it just so happens that America First Americans, right, were trying to reform it, even though you guys know how I feel about that, right? But I get it. I get it. I get it, okay? I get it. You know, I get it, okay? It's ridiculous, right? And what did what did Marjorie Taylor Greene say since 2020? Yes, that's right. And it's exactly the same thing. And it's happening again. And it needs to stop. And people need to be fired. And accountability needs to be taken. 100%, guys, right on it. She's right on it. Americans forever have been saying fire the pollsters. Media pollster saying that we were going to get a red wave. Or we have to finally acknowledge the fact, or at least we have to get the other side to acknowledge the fact and admit the truth that mail-in ballots is the biggest problem in our elections. Mail-in ballots are the biggest problem in our elections. So Marjorie Taylor Greene jumping full speed ahead into the uh, fraud element. And she says, listen, all these right-wing pollsters told us there was going to be a red wave. Now there wasn't. It must have been fraud. Okay, Pac-Man, let's give you some perspective, okay? Okay, let's give you some perspective. These right-wing pollsters are rhinos. Rhinos are not just politicians. Rhinos are voters. Rhinos are donors. Rhinos are corporations. Rhinos are pollsters. Rhinos are media. Rhinos exist in every facet of our life. They're all fake and they all lie to us and they all deceive and they make you look like a moron because you clearly don't understand that there's more than just uh, a two political party thing going on here. There's all these other layers, but this guy's going to kowtow to the political party of the uniparty. That's what his job is. All right. And he's going to bring one of his buddies on the screen too, in just a minute, I'm telling you. Okay. So this guy doesn't understand that. So, you know, the thing about it is when Marjorie Taylor Greene says this, this, and that, I need to see her follow through also, okay? So don't think I'm not holding her accountable as well. If she's going to talk the talk, I want to see her walk the walk. You know what I mean? And she didn't have to worry about um, losing or being cheated out of an election because the people in her area, I'm sure, showed up in mass, right? She still won that election in 2022, right? But what I'm saying here is, guys, I need to see her walk more walk, Okay. But they, this this idiot here, he's way off base. This man does not know what he's talking about. This man has no idea. He should not even be swimming in the election integrity pool, okay? He should not even be swimming in the election integrity pool, okay? This man is going to tell you there was no election fraud. It was thrown out. This man is the reason why we need to have election and election fraud exposure front of mind so we can slap him in the face with the truth whenever he starts to lie and talk out of his butt, which happens to be on his face, right? Okay, let's finish up. So we can see his boyfriend come on screen. It must have been fraud. And then here is January 6th riot organizer Ali Alexander saying that he's going to will Carrie Lake to win. This was just yesterday morning. Hours later, she lost. We're done. We're done. I am not playing anything from that scoundrel on my freaking TV. Okay. So uh, there you go, guys. I just had to take out some trash real quick. Okay. <laughs> had to take out some trash real quick. Okay. 
Uh, let me pull up the next thing we'll chat about. Hope you guys are doing well out there. And uh, thanks again for tuning in. Hope you all guys have a great holiday weekend. Go spend time with your family. Go spend time with your friends. Have some hot cocoa. Okay. And uh, let's see here. Where's it at? It's not that one. And then maybe we'll wrap up with just some like uh, some quick news stories and stuff, just so we can get a handle on what's happening this weekend. Okay, so I want to show you guys this one. Check this out. Let me get on the screen real quick, and then I will share. Okay, so this is one of the articles I was talking about. Now, I want... I mean, if I had uh, the ability to do so, but wouldn't it be great if everyone could give me a list of influencers who are parroting this? Okay, <laughs> so I would love it. Okay, hold on. We're pa not powered by StreamYard at the moment. Okay, so, so who's going to start saying this? Carrie Lake could win an Arizona Senate race. You see that? Do you see why the MSM, the fake news media is doing this? Because they know they're going to lose Either that or the judge is about ready to uh, to is about ready to be lawless. And I don't know what he's going to do. do. Do we do we have a status on that? I haven't I just got back from the grocers and dealing with the uh, dealing with the heater. So I haven't had a chance at all to look at. Now, uh, I know the judge is supposed to make a ruling. Did he do that today? We can look it up right now in a minute. I know Abe Hamaday's um, a case went to trial today. OK, so there's two there's. Carrie Lake's case, and then there's Hamaday's case in Arizona at the moment, right? Uh, I'll check that out in just a minute. But I'm just saying, guys, uh, something's up because now you have the MSM saying this. Oh, oh. So you know what this tells me? Maybe they are going to do a redo of the elections, and maybe they're trying to push Carrie Lake into the Senate race instead of, instead of the governor's race. Either that or they're going to award the governorship to uh, to Hobbs. I don't know. I feel like I should figure that out first before we carry forward. I know one place that will show me right away whether or not what's happening. Hold on. Uh, let's go here. Okay, so what do we got? Just in, judge tosses out Abe Hamaday's election challenge in Arizona. What? 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 The judge tossed it out? What? That's insane. Okay. All right, I smell a fish, okay? Don't tell me that was coordinated, Hamaday. Please, don't tell me that. Okay, hold on. Uh, I don't see any Lake Muse at the top. Yeah, yeah, I knew, I knew that, I knew that election official perjured himself when I saw him score. I only saw, it's like I saw the right 15 minutes of that trial, right? I was like, let's turn it on. Let's see what's going on. And I just see that election, election official, Scott Jarrett, just like, yes, I said that yesterday, but I didn't understand the question. <laughs> Perjury. There's a penalty for that, you know? Okay. Uh, let's see here. So I'm I'm guessing that the judge has not made any ruling because I'm sure it would have been top of page, right? It would have been the top of the page. Okay. 
pathetic, disgraced, and corrupt, niece of Romney, Mittens Romney, RNC chairwoman, Corona McDaniels. Oh, they put Rona Romney? Yeah, because she's Romney McDaniel. Calls Carrie Lake a failed candidate after Rona did nothing in Arizona. You see, guys, they're showing us who they are. They are showing us who they are. Okay, I need some information on this now. Okay, this is actually going to be, this is going to be top story now. Hold on. We need to figure out why. Oh, God, we have to talk about Brazil. We have not talked about Brazil in a long time. It feels like, and I feel like they're making huge inroads over there. And man, you know, we've been talking Bolsonaro since ah, spring of last year. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, it's like uh, before the news is news, come to the C report and then everyone will talk about it later on. Okay. When it's popular. Okay. I know guys, I'm being a butt. Okay. <laughs> I'm not being a ball humbug though. Okay. To me, the ball humbugs are the ones that don't move the needle forward for the people. Those are the ball humbugs. Okay. All right, let's check this out, guys, because this is a little bit of a not this is a little bit of a Grinch right here, right? What Grinch judge tossed this out? Let's find out, guys. Let's find out. Don't tell me the judge's name was Hamaday. No, just kidding. <laughs> it's all his brother. Uh Moha oh, it's Mojave County. He filed his uh uh interesting. Okay, so a Mojave County. Superior Court Judge Lee F. Jansen tossed out Abe Hamaday's election challenge in the Arizona Attorney General race against Democrat Chris Mays. Uh, Hamaday was only down by 511 votes against Mays out of more than 2.5 million ballots cast in the Attorney General's race. The judge denied the challenge based on testimony from Hamaday's lawyer, Tim Lasota. Okay, so those are other things you have to watch out for. You guys remember in the True the Vote case when they were in that Houston court? One of their one of their lawyers betrayed them and also uh, and also unmasked one of the undercover FBI agents. Okay, so these lawyers are also tricky too, right? So Tim Lasota, I'm not saying that's what happened here, but that looks like the setup. The judge denied the challenge based on testimony from Hamaday's lawyer, Tim Lasota, acknowledging that based on the ballot inspection, a small sample of ballots, his client would not be able to get over 511 votes needed to overcome Mace. Now, you see, that could be, this could be a screw job on the part of the lawyer. This could be a uh, subterfuge on the part of Hamaday's team if they're all rhinos and they never intended to win. Because after all, I already told you about Hamaday and his brother and how he got Trump's endorsement, which also secured him the election because there just so happens to have been a veteran who was running in the same uh, same uh, a challenge that I think would have been more suited than Hamaday. And Hamaday came out of nowhere. Okay. Now, I'm not pushing this all back on Hamaday. I'm speaking my process of thinking out loud, guys. So you guys can take those thoughts where you want. I'm still figuring it out myself. Going back to the article. Now, oh, here's the other thing. Is that his lawyer used the example of the risk-limiting audit and told the judge or told the court in his testimony that even because of that risk-limiting audit, Hamaday wouldn't have won anyway. Isn't that crazy? The lawyer sold out his own client. So in this case, I would put the ball in the lawyer's court. And then the judge was just like, oh, he gave me a free one, right? I don't need, pe people do not even need to question my oath or my constitutional uh, integrity, right? 
that that was an easy one for the judge and that was by the lawyer that's that's i think i'm going to stand there guys that's where i'm going to stand a lawyer for Mays immediately called for Lasota to be sanctioned for bringing the case. And there you go. That's step two. Once the case is thrown out of trial, once the case is uh, is dismissed, sanctions happen. That's the chilling factor. That's a pattern we've seen in all states. Specifically, Michigan was the worst, and they're still at it. But that's the next step in this process of... Um, ensuring that our elections do not have the integrity that they are demanding, ladies and gentlemen. Arizona Central reported Mojave County Superior Court Judge Lee F. Jansen denied Friday Republican Attorney General candidate Abe Hamaday's election challenge. It says here, a Hamaday trailed 511 votes behind a Democrat Chris Mays in one, Arizona, one of Arizona's closest statewide elections. Franson ruled from the bench after closing arguments in the approximately three-hour trial. His decision came after lawyer for the plaintiffs, Tim Lasota, acknowledged that based on the sample, the risk-limiting audit sample, which is already, that's already fraud right there, of the ballot inspection, he would not get to 511 votes. Afterwards, May's attorney, Dan Barr, called for Lasota to be sanctioned for bringing the election to contest or for bringing the election contest. Abe Hamaday responded to the judge's ruling, based on the constraints imposed on us by the court and the obstruction by the opposing side, we were only given six hours with three people to attempt to go through 2.5 million ballots. Hamaday, why aren't you taking the same course that the Lake legal team took? And, and, and why is it he's seeing this in Maricopa County? Why is he doing it in Mojave? These are all questions you have to ask. Because if Carrie Lakes went to trial and it was two eight-hour days, I would expect the same thing mirrored for Hamaday. Maybe a different judge and a different courtroom, you know. This doesn't make sense to me. This does not make sense to me. Okay, none of this makes sense to me. Okay, all right. I'm not saying Hamaday's a bad guy, but I already have questions about him and this just does not add up for me. Okay. Uh, there are thousands of uncounted provisional ballots. Thousands of voters were disenfranchised. Election day in Maricopa County was a disaster. Election officials failed democracy. My team will await the results of the recount before deciding our next steps. Merry Christmas. I don't know. I don't know. This doesn't smell good to me, Hamaday. This does not smell good to me, okay? My liberty cannot wait for a holiday, okay? I get it. It's the holidays, all right? But that's just me. And maybe it's just because I never celebrated holidays growing up. Okay. Dang, guys. That's not bueno. No bueno on that factor. But I guess we'll see what happens. I guess we'll see what happens. So interesting that. Interesting. Okay. That's just, ah. Can't stand it. Can't stand it. Okay. And now he's going to be all over the news. Watch. Arizona Republican loses lawsuit over attorney general race. Well, why did you take it to Mojave? No, just kidding. I mean, I don't know all the deets, guys, but why why wouldn't they why would they not mirror the success or the path to success so far that the Lake legal team has taken? I don't know. I don't know, Hamaday. I don't know. I still don't know how to feel about you. I mean, everyone has faith in these people. <clears throat> 
Even when I'm pointing out all of the flaws, <laughs> but I get it. Humanity, human race, good people, life, love, etc. Uh, let's see here. Where are we going now? Back over here. Okay. Back to the Lake article. Carrie Lake could win in Arizona. Senate race. Senate race. Are they trying to give her a consolation prize? Because last I checked, Carrie Lake did not concede, ladies and gentlemen. Just like they want Trump to be Speaker of the House. Traitor. That's what I say. No, he never conceded. The election was stolen. How can he be Speaker of the House if he's still the president? It's logic. What it is, is they're trying to bamboozle all the two and three year patriots that have been awake for two or three years, okay, that don't have a depth of view of the battlefield and how long this is going to take and how long this fight has been going on. They're exploiting, they're exploiting people who are trying to fight for their nation who just woke up. <laughs> That's what that is. That's how they got away with all your millions of dollars, QAnons. That's how they got away with it, Okay. Because they exploited people who have been awake since Trump has been around. And that's it. They exploited you guys. All right? They exploited you. And there are influencers who are doing that to you still right now. Okay? They're still doing it to you. Right? Let's see what this article says. Uh, Carrie Lake may have recently lost her bid. Nope. You see, they, she didn't even lose. The judge hasn't even ruled. Am I right on that, guys? The judge has not even ruled. And here's Newsweek. She lost her bid for Arizona governor, but the Republican could potentially fare better in a future race. Okay, so this article is designed to get all the rhino voters out there to be like, yeah, she could be Senate. She's not going to be governor. She could be Senate. She's not going to be governor. Rhino voters, the fair weather voters, and summertime voters, right? All the people who are not talking about election integrity right now, all the people you trusted, they don't, they don't give a damn about these elections. They don't give a damn about this country. Come on. All right. I mean, this is this should be issue number one. Watch the water. Carrie Lake and Mar-a-Lago President Trump served it up for you guys in 2022. Okay. We had to do our work 2020 on, but in 2022, served it to us. They're like, here you go, America. It's a nice, fresh, hot plate of liberty. Are you gonna enjoy it or not? Right? That's kind of the way I feel right now, guys. That's how I feel. Watching all of this for 10 years plus, this is how I feel. I feel like influencers are... This is how I felt when Alex Jones took his audience to Barton Springs to watch him skinny dip instead of covering all of the Save the Children International rallies that were happening that day. This is how I feel right now with people who are not covering election integrity and election news. And don't give me this, I played 16 hours of the Kerry Lake trial so I get a free pass. Bullshit. You should still be talking about it. You should have been talking about this since November 8th. That's just my point of view, ladies and gentlemen. If not, I need to see you talking about your backyard. Okay? If you're not talking about your backyard, something's wrong with you. Okay? Are you lying to the people or what? And I'm going to call them all out. I don't care. Okay. A new poll from the public policy polling asked voters who they choose between three Arizona candidates. Apart from Lake, the options included Democrat Representative Ruben Gallego, and Senator Christine Sinema. Sinema, however you want to say it, I say Sinema, get over it. Who recently announced that she would be registering as an independent? 
Oh, she's going to be an independent now. That's interesting, actually. Out of these three possibilities, the poll suggests the voters would pick Lake. Duh. They picked her for governor. Okay, enough of this article. I'm done with it. Okay. <laughs> I'm done with this article. They would have, they picked her for governor. What are you talking about, Newsweek? Okay. Oh, because you're deep state? Oh, because you're uh, mainstream, mainstream, shamestream? Yeah. Let's look at this one. I, I mean, I don't. I don't even know what this is going to say, guys, but I, I've already picked out one of these as a traitor. You guys figure out who, okay? Anyways, a vicious spat between, I, you know, I'll say this too. I have no grounds to say this woman is a traitor other than everyone else guilt by association that's from her feather have all betrayed Trump, all of them. Everyone that comes from Explore Talent, Candace Owens, all these other influencers I've never heard of, she came from there too, okay? She came from there too. She's the only one who has not betrayed Trump, okay? I never talked about this woman the last two years because I was like, I don't got to talk about her. Bobert's good, all right? People like her. She fights for liberty. She supports Trump. Why am I going to spend my time reporting on her unless it's something really worth, like really good, really, 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 a good, good, good win, you know? Because, I mean, she's, she's taken care of. Everyone else is talking about her. Everyone else is talking about her fight against the deep state. And then I come across all this Explore Talent crap. And all the people from Explore Talent that were conservatives, including Candace Owens, have betrayed Trump. All of them. All of them. Okay. They did it on November 8th or thereabouts. Bo Burke's the only one who hasn't. Okay. I got my eye on her now. All right. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Let's keep you in line, Bo Burke, because people are watching you. People know where you come from now. So either you're going to have to turn over a leaf and betray your master's or you're going to show us who you are. When is it going to be? Is it going to be during one of those crucial votes that they try and use against President Trump, right? Is it going to be one of is it going to be one of those moments where we really need that vote that Bobert's going to show us who she is? I don't know. I couldn't tell you for all I know. She's not even going to betray the American people, but you guys should know where she comes from. And you guys should know that everyone that comes from where she comes from has betrayed Trump. Okay, every single one of them. All right? So, Bobert, I'm waiting for you to unmask yourself. And if you don't, good. Hopefully, you turned over a leaf and you got smart, all right? Hopefully, the people scared you into doing what you're supposed to do. Okay, so let's see what these two... mag. See, this is more division, guys. And you know what I'm saying could be put in the window, of the but it's not division, okay? What I'm telling you guys is to give you some perspective just in case there's a, a betrayal or an upset in the future, we don't get all wind out of our sails, right? Oh, I can't believe Bobert did that to us. Oh, I can't believe so-and-so did that to us. Expect it. All right, expect these people to betray you. Even the ones that fight for America, like Chuck Grassley, for example. Okay, I you know how hard I've been railing against Chuck Grassley on Twitter? I mean... This man betrayed Trump right out of November 8th, and he had just received an endorsement from him like two weeks prior to that. And now we have Chuck Grassley saying, I was so happy to see a Nazi in my Capitol building. I was so happy to see the flag of a corrupt nation waving inside the halls of Congress. That's Chuck Grassley. And how many of you guys, give me a show of hands, remember me talking crap about Chuck Grassley during the Iowa rally and everyone was like, oh, give Chuck a chance, okay? I heard Chuck Grassley was a snake in the grass two years ago, if not, no, if not more, if not more. 
But you know what, Mr. C, you got to give people a chance. You know what? I do give people chances. I trust people until they show me who they are. And once that happens, you're done. Okay. I do not acknowledge thee. I do not look upon thee. Don't even talk to me. You betrayed me. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, I said that about Grassley during the Iowa rally, and I shut up because every all of my audience was, well, not all of my audience, but some of my audience was like, give Chuck a chance. He's just as fragile as Joe Biden up there on that stage. You could tell his memory is suffering and he can't find his words and he might not be totally coherent, but give Chuck a chance. He's a good guy. The mother betrayed Trump right on two weeks after an endorsement. Two weeks. Who does that? Oh, <laughs> I forgot. There are some people that do that. Right, right, right. Anthony Gonzalez, right? Anyways, okay. Anyways, let's see what they're fighting over. This is this is mainstream media supported division, okay? You know, it just so happens that I have the number on Bobert, okay? And uh, MGT is kind of under my looking glass also because of the House Speaker thing, but I don't know because I'm not following that. So as far as I'm concerned, she's still America first, unless someone shows me otherwise, right? Okay, Bobert. It's just because of the guilt by association. I get it, honey. I've been, I've been, I've been guilted by association myself. But um, in this day and age, sometimes it's merited, okay? But she is in an elected position, so it's actually expected that someone would be questioning her and not just be fangirling, right? I mean, that is part of what we should be doing, right? Okay. So let's see what this fat is about. I bet you it's a bunch of malarkey, uh, for lack of a better word. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's see here. This week, tensions between two of the MAGA, Make America Great Again movement's most high-profile figures, erupted into a public spat. At an event earlier this week, Colorado Rep. Lauren Boebert took a swipe at Georgia Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, is she showing her Explore Talent colors? I don't know. Let's find out. Over her promotion of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, as well as her support, for Kevin McCarthy to become Speaker of the House. See, see, now I do have an issue with that. I do have an issue with Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. We know about McCarthy. We know that he uses money in order to uh, leverage power, okay? And we know that he threatens office and positions in order to leverage power, okay? And we've seen this guy act crosswise and counter to what the American people want, right? So uh, let's see here. So Lauren Boebert said, I don't believe in this, just like I don't believe in Russian space lasers, Jewish space lasers, and all of this. She said, referencing Green's past claims that Jewish lasers were responsible for wildfires. I'm sure that's way out of context, okay? Uh, Green fired back, trolling Bobert on Twitter over the narrow margin of her midterm re-election victory and said Bobert childishly threw me under the bus for a cheap soundbite. But that is what uh, that is what Explore Talent people do. Only months ago, the two were close allies and friends. Both were elected to Congress in 2020 as ardent supporters of Donald Trump and grew their personal brands around political stunts and the promotion of conspiracy theories. They heckled President Joe Biden together during the 2022 State of the Union Address. 
But the disappointing results for the GOP in the November 8 midterm because the elections were stolen because of voter suppression. And yet all of the base, all of the American first people, no, just kidding, not all of us. A lot of us seem to have forgotten that there's election fraud and then there's all they're all depressed because there wasn't a red wave. I mean, wake up, people. We were expecting that to happen. What happened was all of the so-called patriotic influencers started parroting the MSM and Washington Examiner, and it confused all of the America First voters out there into thinking that there was no blue wave. Do you see how they sold you out and they also demoralized you, these patriotic influencers that are fake? That's why there was so much demoralization. And I think that was more, I think that was more of a reason than and then the mainstream media running away with all of these lies because none of us listen to the mainstream media, none of us read the mainstream media, none of us pay attention to them. So why did we get so depressed? Because we were listening to our influencers telling us there was no blue wave. We were listening to Fox News telling us there was no blue wave. We were listening to Levin and Waters and all of those people saying, nah, I guess there's no blue wave. And we got depressed. And you know what? That's what the point of that was. And you know, they, they, they succeeded at their job. Okay, They demoralized us. They blackpilled some of us for the third or fourth time. You know, In the midterms, GOP candidates endorsed by Trump, many embracing fringe views, crashed to defeat. Oh, except for 220 of them, right? <laughs> except for 230 of them, right? Oh, 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 look at this. Oh, wait, that's not even what that is. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Many embracing fringe views crashed to defeat. Oh, I think only 20 out of 250 crashed to defeat. Isn't that the case? Something like that? Isn't it a number somewhere in there? Over 200 endorsed uh, candidates from President Trump won their election. Okay. The ones with the fringe views, right? Only 20 lost. Okay. But they're not going to tell you the numbers. They just want us to be demoralized. They just want to give ammunition to the enemy because they are the enemy. This left the GOP with a much smaller majority, blah, 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 blah. Okay. With the house this closely divided, every man is a king and every woman is a queen and they're acting like it. Wit heirs. Is there another heirs? And he, okay. Ayers is not a name I would trust in politics, and yet we have a Republican consultant with the name of Ayers. Are you related to Bill? Or was it Will? Who is it? Bill Ayers, right? Isn't that the weather, weather underground guy? Or is it spelled differently? I'm pretty sure that's the way it's spelled, isn't it? McCarthy requires 218 votes to secure the House Speaker role he has long coveted. <coughs> Excuse me. But Republicans are making tough demands in return for their support. In return for backing, Green is reported to have secured an agreement with McCarthy that he will give her high-profile committee assignments if he wins. Then The then-Democrat majority uh, expelled her from committee roles in 2021 over her promotion of a racist, conspira uh, racist conspiracy theories and violent rhetoric, which, which was all just trash, okay, if you guys recall. So, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I feel like I can't really comment much on this because I'm not really following this, this story, right? But I mean, let's just ask the question, is Green playing strategy? And if so, what is that strategy? And would that strategy be beneficial? Or is she just looking for titles? You know, I mean, I would ask the question, Green, okay, are you looking to get your high-profile committee chair assignment, which could be actually very useful, you know, moving forward 
It could be. I mean, that is strategy. But what are you costing that? Because Marjorie Taylor Greene, did McCarthy make deals with any other America First people to put them in a committee chair position? Because if you're the only America First person in a committee chair position, I don't think that's going to win the battle on Capitol Hill. I think having a speaker, regardless of who he chairs, you know he's going to chair it right if he is America First or she is America First. You know, you know they're going to chair it right if that speaker is aligned with the American population, the America First, right? Because that's most of us majority now. Even even the ones who are like not even Republicans, I think, are coming around to that at this point. You know, and. Uh, uh, I mean, is that strategy one that would win and that would pass bills that the people want in the future? You know, I mean, and that's about as far as I could really comment on this because I have not been following this. I've been paying attention to my Texas House speaker, not to the uh, speaker on Capitol Hill. Right. I don't think I could affect much change there. I know if the federal government decides to overreach because of all the traitors, at least I can protect my family and my friends here at the state level. That's why I'm focusing on the state, not on Capitol Hill. And I would encourage everyone to do the same who has a show, who has an audience, who has a platform, who has a reach. Is one show a week or one segment per show or 30 minutes per show too much to ask for? Your audience is hungry for it. They want they want marching orders, okay? They're depending on us to be the sergeants and the generals and the whatever, you know, to help. I mean, I mean, that should kind of like, I, I would think that would kind of be the role. I mean, obviously we're not the generals, right? You know, we're obviously not the, we're not the ones who are like, you know, leading the troops, you know, uh, uh, but we're up here and we're in front of people and we're visible. Uh, that should be enough, shouldn't it? I mean, don't you understand the power of your pull? Or are you just pulling the money out of their pockets? You know, because that's kind of the way it looks right now to me for most of these people. All right. Most of these people who don't even give a damn to talk about elections that were stolen, you know, and they didn't even talk about the 2020 election, right? Either, most of these people, you know, most of these people didn't talk about any of that. That's what matters right now is the elections, you know? We can't save anything unless we have secure elections that are fair and free and transparent and lawful and constitutional. And that's just what I see. And let's not forget, I haven't been here for five or six years. I've only been here for two going on three. A stranger for a while can see for a mile. And most of these people are Judas goats. Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. And, you know, I can't, like I said, I can't really speak on the rest of this. It's all division. So I'm not even going to, we're not even going to focus on the rest of this article, guys. We're almost out of time anyways, y'all. It's been a fun one. Uh, this was the, this was just a taste, a sampling of the Sea Report and Lone Star State News together for mixed audiences so you can see kind of what goes on here if you're not watching one or the other we'll do america first election integrity news headlines right um and that will be uh, uh the c report 7 30 7 30 p.m central time now the c report is going into season three okay uh starting january 2nd and we'll still be at the same time 7.30 p.m. Central Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Lone Star State News. Nah, it's a different story, guys. Uh, that's going to that's gonna have a few changes, and we'll talk about that a little bit more next week. In the meantime, guys, thanks for being here tonight. I appreciate you all coming in, and I apologize. I was on a little bit later and a little bit earlier than I normally am, and we had pretty crazy situations here at 
see studios just not normal situations but uh i do appreciate y'all's understanding hanging out and always coming back in and your support uh don't forget if you are a member of the pilled or the foxhole community uh you can join the mr c subscriber streams uh that's over at pilled they have uh the subscriber streams there it's exclusive content never breaking news never news that would move the needle forward but definitely behind the scenes stuff and just some good times uh, if you are a subscriber, thank you again for your support over at Pilled.net. We'll be doing a special holiday Christmas uh, watch party tomorrow. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be more toward the evening hours, guys. So, uh, you know, if you're free and you're available, uh, if you want to come and hang out, well, the door will be open. The door will be open. Uh, other than that, guys, I mean, I think I'm about to call it a wrap here. It was a quick episode of the Sea Report tonight. And again, I can't thank you all across all platforms. If you like uh, if you like what I'm doing here, uh, please make sure you follow and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a rumble. Give us a like. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys again in a future episode. Uh, for more information on the Sea Report and what I do here at Mr. CTV, please make sure you visit thecereport.com. That's www.thecereport.com. I think I might even have a banner here you can put up for uh, people who would like to read that. Yeah, or maybe not. Okay, <laughs> I got, I've got a lot of cleaning and organizing to do on my end of the screen, guys. But uh, oh well, here's one. I'll put it on the banner down there. Okay, all right, guys. Thecereport.com. Follow us on uh, your favorite uh, podcast platform or app. Uh, the C Report, you can find it. Uh, right now, uh, you know, just listening or downloading episodes, not even listening, all you got to do. I'm so bad, right? All you got to do is just push play and walk away. Mute it if you want that. No, it hel it helps the C Report. Like we're, we're actually starting to accumulate a little bit of revenue off of plays and downloads on the app, on the uh, on the podcast version. So head over to thecereport.com so you can get information on apps. Go to the About section. And uh, there's a whole list of like, there's at least a dozen different podcast apps and uh, websites that you can subscribe to or listen to The Sea Report on. Or head over to anchor.fm slash The Sea Report and you'll have a list of, uh, uh, of um, uh, podcasting platforms and apps and websites that you can access The Sea Report on as well. And it helps the show. It helps the show and it helps me keep, keep on going. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it there. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and you guys have a Happy New Year. I'll see you guys before the New Year anyways. And, uh, you know, like I said, spend some time with your family and your friends. Unwind, right? Get into that holiday spirit. And then it's back to work, guys. All right. There ain't no rest for the weary because the wicked don't rest. And uh, we got to stay on their tails. All right, I am Mr. C, signing out for the C Report, Mr. C TV, and Lone Star State News, saying, as always, this holiday season and beyond, be safe, be blessed, and God bless America. I'll see y'all next time. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Take care, y'all.
Can you imagine having an AG that uh, her specialty is uh, getting human traffickers off on lighter sentences? How about we focus on Paul Pelosi's stock portfolio instead of who he's playing whack the wee-wee with and their tidy whities okay? Post office man found uh, going across the border to Canada with uh, a cart full of Trump supporting uh, ballots. Uh, California ballots for Trump supporters go missing for the military. Next stop, beep, beep, communism. Kind of like Kintanji Brown Jackson over there at the Supreme Court doing her bit with the uh, the pedophiles and the uh, child pornographers. Uh, oh no, 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 rest assured you did not step in to a Mandela effect. It's time for season two of the January 6th Unselect Committee. Whoop-dee-doo, right? <laughs> My mind is not what it used to be, ladies and gentlemen. Wait until, do you want to be part of that tsunami? Okay, because if you vote early, you're not part of the tsunami. I'm just saying, encountering illegal aliens in the wild, does that sound too racist for anyone? Thank goodness for the internet where we're not printing paper. Ah, just kidding. You know, I'm not that kind of uh, tree hugger. It was a total shim sham flim flam. It was almost as if Katie Hobbs was running the nation's elections and just making a terror out of it. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Mr. C from The C Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to thecreport.com. At thecreport.com, you can get more information on The C Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to thecreport.com, that's www.thecreport.com, and be sure to follow us on our social medias, Truth Social, Rumble, Twitch, Clout Hub, and Hill.net.